welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting, but with an eye on the UK scene in particular. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, the first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yeah, last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too, all through my business, Charlotte Foster Productions. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Today, I want to share with you an interview that I did with TJ Dow. TJ is one of my clients. She has the podcast Spark to Your Success. It comes out every every Thursday. It's about it's targeted at, at the young and the young at heart just to help them get something, you know, when you know what it's like when you're a teenager. Life can be troublesome, can't it? It can be a bit of a challenge. These podcasts are here to help teenagers and the people who look after teenagers just get through those difficult days. Well, TJ came to me in 2018, December 2018 talking to me about having a podcast and we got it up and running in January 2019 and I'm so thrilled we've not missed a week yet. Every week we have had a podcast episode out and as you'll hear in the episode, in the interview, that's quite an achievement. So this interview first went out in her podcast, Spark to Your Success in January. I do recommend you go and listen to it. If I say so myself, it's a very, very good podcast. But I just wanted to share with you the chat I had with TJ. A year ago, this episode, I took a deep breath and recorded the very first episode. And oh, many, many thanks to Charlotte Foster because she just has made it so brilliantly easy to get this out every single week for the last year. I know we were just talking about that. We've not missed a week yet. And that is a really big achievement. I think it's something, there's a really high percentage of podcasts that start brilliant, all the enthusiasm's there. And then after maybe four or five, you just don't hear from them ever again. And it's known as pod fade. Uh, Pod fade. Yeah, it just (laughs) fades away and gets forgotten about because it's really easy to start something full of enthusiasm, especially in January. Yes. Raring to go. And then you realise, oh, actually, there's a bit of work and commitment involved in this. And you've got to show up week after week. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I um, put off doing a podcast for so long because I thought it would be so much more hard work than it has been. Because I think I watched other people doing it their way and that's their way and that's great. And uh, did it and give it any consideration that I could do it my way. (laughs) And it has to be your way, doesn't it? To be comfortable. So it has been brilliant i've just spent uh, my car's just been in for an mot hurrah my car passed its mot yay another celebration today Uh, and just as i was sitting there waiting for it going back through um all of the different subjects that i've recorded over the last 52 weeks like so never missed a, a week and i'm so proud of that because as you know i travel an awful lot 
and sometimes traveling means you're not going to be in a location that's easy to record and send out so uh, I've had to do little batches of them in advance but still to make sure I've had that commitment to keep it going and I think podcast fade (laughs) I kind of can get sometimes because it's coming up with something new every single time I didn't realize I had so much to talk about (laughs) I really didn't sometimes like I'm not a tweeter because it's like I don't know what to say all the time yeah so I guess that was a little bit of a, a limiting belief that kept me from doing podcasts until we met. I was talk about how we met, actually. Um, but just like looking back, it's just been so easy, so easy. So you and I met, do you remember this? Just before Christmas, um, 2018, that would have oh, been. Oh, yes. And uh, we met in a coffee shop to discuss what would we do this podcast stuff and how could you help me to do it? And uh, and I took out of my bag a whole heap of Christmas cards and it was glitter fest. <laughs> do you remember glitter anyway? Wasn't I? <laughs> this was the um, give an extra card campaign I ran partly with BBC Radio Stoke and Voluntary Arts England. Yes, as a campaign to get more people to a just take some time out and make a Christmas card yes. because the madness of December, which we've all just been through to give yourself five minutes to make a card give yourself that mindfulness yes and also knowing that that card was going to be given to someone who might not get many cards and i know we had more than 1200 cards given out across stoke-on-trent and north staffordshire that's amazing yeah all those smiles exactly and we worked um the city council took a load of them for the adult social services so that's the old older people who would be on their own on christmas day and to think that they got a handmade card and I had to read all those cards because I had to check for, you know, a bit of safeguarding yes, involved and all those kinds yes. of things. But actually, there wasn't any need for that because every, every card had a beautiful little message in as well. And when it was the children, like lots of children took part because kids love glitter. Uh-huh. Adults quite like glitter as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there was just a message. And obviously someone had sat down for a couple of minutes and just thought, what can I say to somebody who mm. I don't know? that I can give a message to yeah. and maybe make them smile on Christmas Day when they may not get much yeah. of a smile. And, mo- it was, yeah, it brought me to tears a lot of the time. It's so beautiful, you know, and the, the cards that I gave you last year were the cards that the kids at the youth club yeah. um, had made. And this year, they were so excited when we started making Christmas decorations and blah, blah, blah. And they said, TJ, are we going to make Christmas cards again for, like, to give to the to the people that don't get one? And yes, we are. And so I have a big stack of Christmas cards oh. to go to the local nursing homes in the village that I live in. Fabulous. Um, and the kids are like so excited. Can we come with you and see their faces? Oh. So just like to have gone and done that and the kids to see the smile that they put on somebody's face, that will always be with them. Yeah. I know in many of the podcasts I've talked about kindness and random acts of kindness and giving just because you can, give before you get, etc. But once you experience it, it's almost like, oh my gosh, I didn't realise the magic until I saw the gratitude. So, yeah. Magic What's moments. been your favourite topic that you've discussed? Oh my gosh. Um, I've loved being able to talk about resilience uh, and mindset. We've mentioned 60,000 thoughts a day. <laughs> many many times this year and just uh, allowing people to recognize what goes on between like here and here between your your ears is the same for everybody and 
uh, talking about Bob, we've mentioned Bob, yeah, Bob, and um, things like that that just allow people to know the only thing you have control of every single day is the thoughts that go around in your head. We're under this delusion that we can control events, we control people, we control how we, uh, other people show up and what they say and how they feel. We are completely delusional. <laughs> the only thing you control is what goes on in your head because if you can control that you show up differently and it influences the world around you that's the impact that you get to have so I think the topics about mindset and helping people to manage their thoughts and their emotions and how they show up and the results they get we've talked about overwhelm and we've talked about fear and we've talked about worry and we've talked about stress all come back down to 60,000 thoughts I think all about 600,000 thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) And probably most of them are the same ones keep whizzing around. (laughs) On repeat, on repeat, on repeat. (laughs) Absolutely. So that was your your topics. What what kind of reaction when people, when you've told people you've got a podcast? What do people say? Oh, people are like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Like, as if they're honoured to know somebody who does a podcast. (laughs) You're famous. And I, and I do share it with many, many people wherever I am, whether I'm speaking or teaching or networking, etc. I mean, you've heard me say, so you need to write this down, the spark to your success. And, uh, and I love what's been absolutely brilliant as the year has continued and it's had that consistency and people have been tuning in is the messages that I get. Oh, I absolutely love that from people just saying... I love it. It's my little bit of inspiration for the week and I tune in when I'm driving and I look forward to it, to messages that come through to say, that podcast absolutely woke me up. And because of that, I realise I really have to do something about the rut I'm in or the challenges I have or my mindset. I literally, this is so humbling, I literally have people who've messaged me and said, that episode changed my life especially um, some of the interview ones that we that we did. Uh, Emma, of course, Emma and the hamster. <laughs> the hamster played a big role, actually, <laughs> in the background. That was the real... Well, the interviews, they just have to be real life. I'm often sitting on a sofa with somebody somewhere to do that. And uh, so Emma, of course, her story about being bullied, um, got many replies to that episode. Uh, people that really... Uh, related to it was inspired by her wanted to know how is she how's she doing um the episode um that darren did for us um on you know the the suicide suicidal thoughts like don't even go there because it isn't worth it that is no problem is big enough for that and how powerful it was hearing his story and the fact that he did make an attempt on his life and he just now come out the other side of it but to be able to tell someone it's there it, it doesn't solve anything it doesn't make anything better it, it, that was one of the most powerful episodes yeah. i remember editing yeah yes and i've got goosebumps like as yeah. truly as we yeah. speak yeah. um thinking about that and he as i recall he started the episode saying i woke up and my wife was standing over me and that was the you know the, the moment of him realizing his attempt had failed and, uh, and as he continues the conversation, like, hoorah, thank goodness, because 
it is a very permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, really, really powerful. And I love that he is now finding his voice to share that message now with people young and old. So to be able to give him a voice nationally and internationally, because I know my podcast goes far and wide these days, which is, like, pinch me, <laughs> uh, was brilliant. Absolutely. This is why I always say podcasting, it's about, it's turning up the volume on your voice. And I, I use that as my strap plan. I use nice. it for all the sort of stuff I do. But yes. I just feel like that's what it, that's exactly what it is. You've got that voice and it's about making it as it's globally loud. And you know what? You just brought a thought back to me. One of the 60,000. <laughs> so tick that one off, right? Tick that, tick that one off. Uh, a, a friend of mine for many, many, many years when I would have uh, coaching sessions, consultation sessions, etc. with him, I would say, TJ, you need to use your voice. It's like, what do you mean I do use my voice? No, you need to use your voice bigger, louder, wider. You need to tell your story and stories. And I would kind of be a little bit puzzled about it. Well, like, I don't even know what that is. Clearly, this was part of it. So interesting that you join the dots backwards sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest learning experience from doing the podcast? Oh my gosh, uh, learning experience, well definitely one in terms of consistency, big tick in the box, pat on the, sho- pat on yeah. the shoulder for me in terms of seeing it through uh, because I've got the support that I need. Um, I, uh, I've talked about this in podcasts in terms of like sometimes you have to reach out for help and, and that's not a weakness, that is a strength to do that. Um, and it's been one of my biggest challenges I think ever in my life I am like completely and utterly fiercely independent (laughs) 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 to my detriment many times and so I talk about it a lot because it has been my downfall not wanting to ask for help because like it might be seen as a weakness Um, so having that support and getting that lesson of like what can be created by just saying I need help has been absolutely brilliant Um, learnings in terms of how to create a podcast how to structure it um, what equipment we need like I remember I think it was like either the first or second podcast and I was having to record it in a hotel room one of many hotel recordings (laughs) and you're coming back to me and saying TJ it sounds like you're in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) so do it like this instead Uh, and then recommending the microphone that I now use etc just those little hints and tips have been absolutely brilliant I love um, your podcasts and um, the things that we do on the Facebook podcasting group yeah. um, particularly I just like one sticks in my mind the little video of you hiding under the duvet <laughs> to create like the soundproofing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but stuff like that is like I would never who would ever tell me stuff like that that is so easy and brilliant the, a little secret I may or may not have done BBC interviews like that, <laughs> hiding under a duvet. And I know that members at high up in the BBC news, so the ones that you see on the telly, the yes. ones that hear on national radio, may well have done interviews like that, hiding <laughs> under the duvet in, in the past. So now whenever any of us are listening to a BBC interview, we'll be wondering... Are they still in their pyjamas underneath under the, the duvet? <laughs> 
Yes, Brilliant. they probably are. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, many, many lessons along the way. And I think the whole, like, getting your message out there, for me, what I've learned is to be flexible in the subjects that I can talk about and not being afraid about talking about some subjects because we have done, like, really deep ones. I mean, the suicide one and the bullying one particularly being uh, ones that come to mind and not being afraid to tackle the subjects that people young and old need to hear and need to talk about and know that they can connect with somebody out there that will understand. And this is why I think podcasts are particularly good because, um, you know, I bang on about these statistics all the time, but most people, I think it's in the 90s, 91% of people will listen to a podcast when they're on their own. Mm. And because that kind of takes away the discomfort of going, this is a really difficult subject. Um, oh, my mum's next to me. My dad's next to me. Oh, quick, turn it off. It's like it's like when a song comes on the radio. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's two, two grown-ups enjoying each other's company, let's say. Yes. And you get a bit awkward day before it's on the telly. You're like, oh, gosh, I can't. No. <laughs> oh, gosh, they're there. Oh, I can't look like anything's going on. This is awkward. Yeah. But a podcast allows you to have that conversation, to, yes. have, to listen and take part. And it is, a, and like you said, you get messages. So it is a conversation, isn't it? Definitely is. So, I, I love, love, love the messages. I, and one of the, the blessings of doing the podcast is, of course, every podcast is transcribed then becomes at least one, two or three blogs, depending on the content of that particular podcast, and then feeds into newsletters as well. So it is that expansion of, of the voice is travelling so much further and wider than I ever like anticipated it being. So we're getting a lot of messages because of the podcast that are now coming back through the blog and the newsletters as well. So that is absolutely brilliant to, to know that what we're talking about is important to people. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think we had a bit of a pivot point as well, didn't we? Uh, through the, uh, I can't remember how many episodes in we were through the year where we yes. just went, hang on a minute, let's just retarget this a tiny little yes. bit. And you shouldn't ever be afraid of going, okay, that was then, let's just refocus a yes. little bit. And did you find that made thing, how, did it, how was that for you, that refocus? That for me um, was brilliant because I think it was um, around about, we were kind of maybe... 15, 20 episodes yeah. in um, to just go, do you know what? As brilliant as it is for me to share about personal development and being able to take control of our lives and be the best versions of us we can be, my passion and purpose for being on the planet is to make a difference to young people. You know, my, my mission is to positively impact the lives of 10 million young people globally. And most of those I will never even know. Yeah. Which I love even that thought of something that I've said to somebody maybe said to somebody else like the whole ripple effect and so to really stop and go this podcast uh, is there to get my voice to young people so which is where I switched it to this is for young people and of course the young at heart because I know I have many uh, young at heart listeners big kids who pass it on to their young people um, and it's been brilliant to use it as a tool to do that. So often when I get parents, organisations coming to me and saying, so we'd love to work with you, TJ, and we need your help. How do I position this with my teenager, etc.?" And I go, well, first of all, they probably need to get to know who I am and a little bit about me. So point them to the podcast, get them to listen to it, have a listen first, and then you know, direct them to a few episodes. So, And I know that uh, the families and the parents that I've done that with 
continue to keep listening as well. So it is predominantly aimed at young people, but definitely young at heart as well. And I know that I've picked up lots of stuff whilst listening to your podcast as well whilst and then editing it as well um um i'm clearly young at heart of course <laughs> young absolutely at heart. absolutely yeah, it's been a while it dawned on me the other day i was a teenager last century moments so i went oh i left school in 1999 i left school last century <laughs> how is that a how what because i still think of the turn of the century as being the victorians of course it's, it's yes. the other century it's still not quite oh we're 20 years into this century charlotte yeah, yeah get a get a grip oh my gosh yeah yeah anyway but going back to what so, i was saying yeah, so, so editing my podcast i've listened to obviously everything you've said and because of you know the way editing goes i sometimes listen to each episode maybe three or four times because yeah. of I'm editing it and then I'll have a listen and then, and yes. then I, my editing process there's there's lots of quicker ways of editing but I'm a I'm a fussy one and I like to make sure <laughs> which is exactly why you do my <laughs> editing right um and I, I try my best to leave at night or a good couple of hours because I get uh, I say I get or oh, I get a bit ear blind which I know is a really weird thing to say but you kind of like you've listened to something and you just don't hear it anymore. yes yes it's like when your mum nags you you, you stop you selective st- hearing selective hearing comes in and it's not in you're not na- i'm not saying you're my mum and you're nagging me tj that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying you listen to something for the same thing over and over again you just your brain switches yes. off yes so i like to leave it a good couple of hours or even night ideally to yeah. just then get the second listening and then i try and listen in the car mm. as a listener would be or potentially or on a phone yes. somewhere that's not with my nice headphones on with a nice clean mm. so it, it's, that's how fussy i am um but there's a couple of lines that I've written down and are up on my wall in my office. And the one about judging people, about when you judge someone, you take away your power of influencing yeah. them. And you, you take away the power of seeing the gifts and all of that. And I just went, oh, there's an amount of I scribble something down and I stick it on my wall. So you're not just having an impact on people that are listening. Oh, so I'm a listener. But, you know, I mean, I, I would listen to your podcast even if I wasn't editing uh-huh. it even if you weren't paying me to <laughs> <laughs> I love sometimes when we bump into each other and you talk about flow and <laughs> I bought the book and I can't I still can't pronounce his name Mahaili Chikstam Mahaili alright <laughs> much practice that's, that's just showing off or, or we nickname him Cheeks Cheeks I Cheeks. like that yes so I bought and I read I read that book because you were talking about flow and it just connected with me and we we've worked out that my flow is when i'm editing yes because i can be gone for hours and not notice yes doing what you love loving what you do yeah. that is your gift to the world and this this most definitely and clearly is your gift to the world i hope so i hope so it is most definitely so there you go the, the a year reflection good thing about reflection is then get to look to the future so what do you want 2020 to hold for you and the podcast i'm really excited that we're coming into the second year of the podcast and um with a different excitement than starting it last year because now i know it's real and people are listening and i get those messages back so i'm excited to see even more of that and um recover some of the most important subjects in a different way because of different conversations that have happened around them. Um, I'm excited to find um, more people, particularly young people, to interview to bring their points of view and their messages and their world to the world. Um, 
and just to get more positivity out there we just we're living in really interesting times and it's so easy to get caught up in the stresses the struggles the doom and gloom and um, the spot to your success is about finding and igniting and continually reigniting that spark and that energy and enthusiasm for being here so helping people to find that in their daily lives do you want to know some of the far-flung corners that you listen to? This is the top 10 countries. This is the analytics that I've got. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So number one country is the United Kingdom, yes. which we would kind of expect. expect. Then it's America. Yes. Then in third place, Australia. Uh-huh. Then in fourth place, France. Ooh la la. <laughs> That's amazing. In fifth place, how one, two, three, four. Fifth place is Canada. Yes. Then it's India. Wow. And then it's Denmark. Yes. Big in Denmark. And then New Zealand as well. There you go. Oh, wow. That's, I think, just the last week as well. Amazing. I didn't so that's, know so that. So the last week, that's where you've been listening to. Fantastic. That's awesome. So there you go. That's TJ, TJ Doubt, who does the Spark to Your Success podcast, a podcast for teenagers, the young and the young at heart who are maybe having a couple of difficult days to get through. It comes out every Thursday, so I do recommend you go and listen to it if you uh, feel that you want to hear a bit more. I hope that chat with TJ was useful to you to hear how she's gone from not having a podcast, wanting a podcast, to now being a podcaster of, well, more than a year and not missing a week, not having a week off at all. If you want to get in touch, do so in the usual ways. On Facebook, you can find me, Charlotte Foster Productions. Come join Charlotte's Pod Squad. It's my little Facebook group where we just chat about podcasts and other bits and bobs. On Twitter, I am at CFosterPDNS. If you fancy some cat photos, running selfies and rugby rants, you can follow my personal account on Twitter at Charlotte Foster. LinkedIn, it's Charlotte Foster. And Instagram, it's Charlotte Foster Productions. Come and get in touch. Come and have a conversation and let me know what you think. I'm going to be running some polls on all of the social media to ask you what you want me to cover over the next couple of months here on Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I've got a few ideas, but I just would like to get your thoughts as well. Thank you very much for listening and I'll be back next week.